Hello, and welcome to the Title Penning Podcast. My name is Willow, I'm your host this and every week. How is everybody doing on this lovely, wonderful, beautiful February Sunday night? Good, I hope. I'm doing great. Um, and I would like to make a disclaimer about this episode. It's literally just gonna be me fangirling for however long, um, this podcast ends up being. So, leave now if that's not your shtick, that's not your thing. Totally understand, and I'll see you next week. But as of right now, um, my mind is in one place, besides, um, I just had a really long day at work when I wasn't planning to, and now I'm tired. Um, music. Crazy. Okay, a few things. (laughs) Um, a lot's going on right now. Um, I released one of my poems on streaming platforms as a song. I'm on iTunes, Spotify, um, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Play as of right now. Um, and it's crazy. It's so fucking insane. I'm very excited to announce it. Um, it's called Growing. I released it last week. I made an announcement on my Instagram and all that stuff. And I also made an announcement that I will be writing and recording a poetry collection called Brain Sick. Um, super excited about it. Um, and if you subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com slash willowfaith, um, you guys can help me out with that collection and, you know, there's some exclusive content in there and stuff. So I would love and appreciate if you guys would want to like hit that up, hit the link in the description below. Everything else is down there as well. Um, super crazy that I actually get to like link an album or, like, a single of my own to a streaming platform. That's fucking crazy. Like, the world is so fast. And, like, this doesn't make any sense, but it's, like, it's just so accessible. Everything is so accessible, which brings me to my topic. Wow, look at that segue. I didn't even mean to do that. Um, everything is in the palm of our hands. This isn't meant to be pretentious, but it, it sounds a little pretentious. Um... Basically, what I'm saying is everybody can do anything if they want to do it. Everything is so easy in a certain way to, like, do things. Like, just have... And I'm not I'm not saying this in, like, the privilege, like, oh, I have everything, like, at the tip of my fingers type thing. Because, you know, that's not true. And, um... You know, n- no one has that privilege, I don't think. But, like, the people who do... You know, that's not the type of privilege I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, with technology and everything that we have right now, if we wanted to, like, put our name out there and do something, we could. Like, everybody has access to, like, that ability. You know, not everybody's gonna be able to do it, but, like, they have the chance to try, hence why I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Everybody gets a voice. Not equal voices. I'm not saying it's an equal playing ground or anything like that, but, you know you know? I don't know if that makes sense. So basically what I'm trying to say is how are you going to find inspiration when everybody's been able to do everything? And I, I mean, I've struggled with it. It's hard to like be able to see something as, you know, an influence on your own stuff without also doing the same thing. Um, two artists that, um, I've noticed do this really well and, like, are still creating something new and inspiring me to create things that are new and different. Um, and everybody knows this. Everybody who, like, knows me, even, like, the tiniest, teeniest bit, um, 
I'm majorly influenced by Paramore, and I'm majorly, majorly influenced by Watsky, and two very different, like, types of performance and music and, you know, feeling, like, two very different sides of it, but both very, I don't know, they, they move me, they make me feel something, you know what I mean? They both have that capability over me, and that is what I want. So, to get into the subject at hand, Haley Williams has released two singles in the past month, I believe. She started, she released um, Simmer January 22nd, and then she released Leave It Alone, I believe, a week ago? So, that within a month of each other. Um, not sure why they wouldn't let Simmer settle first. Simmer first. <laughs> but, like... I like that this was the way it happened because it was a continuous story of, like, okay. So, Simmer seems to be about anger, clearly, if you, um, you know, listen to it, you would know that. Um, and I have a lot I could say about the topic of Haley Williams and, you know, how she's capable of turning her pain into art, like, the most intelligent and adult and fascinating way. I could praise that woman for years and years without stopping, and um, all of it would be true. But like, but I, I'm not brown-nosing here. Um, I just really do admire her capability of turning her pain into art in a way that is, you know, personal enough to her, but also extremely relatable in a lot of ways. Um, Simmer, for example, being about as far as, you know, I understand about her ex-husband who, you know, was unfaithful to her and was, you know, and is now engaged to someone, by the way. They were engaged not, like, three years ago. And now he's engaged again. Like, that just rubs me the wrong way. It's shitty. You were with Haley for so fucking long and you cheat on Haley Williams. Who cheats on Haley Williams and gets away with it? That's a, that's a whole other thing. But, um... She, you know, he cheated on her, he was very unfaithful to her, and now he's, like, out there marrying someone else, and, you know, obviously that would hurt anybody, that would make anybody angry, but she didn't, you know, she didn't take to Twitter and attack him that way, she literally, I mean, she's an artist, so obviously she's gonna write songs about it anyway, but the, what, what came out of that was something so emotionally shocking in my case, like, I was... I wasn't expecting that. I don't know what I was expecting. I don't think I, like, set expectations for Haley Williams because she always exceeds them anyway. Um, completely unbiased opinion, by the way. I don't have a tattoo of this woman on my arm. Um, she is just, you know, constantly, like, breaking barriers and fucking just, you know setting expectations more than anything else, you know what I mean? Like, you can't, my expectation is Haley Williams, you cannot reach my expectations unless you are Haley Williams, like, there's no one else doing what she's doing, and it's so emotionally present, it's all emotion, everything that she does has so much feeling in it, then you can tell, like, it's all very personal to her. She takes it very personally, and she writes it personally from her perspective and what she's experienced, not taking into account, like, oh, I have to be relatable, and, like, 
I, I need to be popular, I need to appeal to the masses, and, like, everybody needs to understand what I'm saying, that needs to be, like, point blank, period, whatever, she's like, you know what, no, like, I am feeling this way, and this is how I would write it, and this is what I want to say, and, you know, a lot of people struggle with that, especially lately, you know what I mean? It's just, it's so, it's so wild to me that she's capable of doing so, and, like, people still love it, people still get it, because there is always someone that's going to relate to that kind of thing, but, you know, when someone feels your pain that way, it, it hit different, you know what I mean? I've been cheated on, not in the same way that she's been, I was never with someone, like, sorry, I'm getting fucking class notifications now, because it's midnight, um, I've never been with someone for 14 years to have them cheat on me. Like, it, obviously, I'm almost 20 years old. I'm not an adult. I haven't been... I haven't experienced life the way she has. But, you know, I've been cheated on. That shit sucks. And, like, at the time, I did feel those emotions. And now I know, as a 20-year-old, that my feelings are, in fact, normal. And not everybody gets them. Like, obviously, I got, che I got cheated on. I was, like, 15. But, like... You know, you get angry, and it, it hurts, and it sucks, and, you know, sometimes you just need to fucking write a song about it, where you run naked through a field or something, or in her case, a forest. Um, watch the video, by the way, it's beautiful. And moving on from Simmer to Leave It Alone is, uh, you know, jarring, I guess, to say the least. Um, Leave It Alone, she, she made a post about it after it came out. She said that it was um, about her grandmother, who experienced severe memory loss from head trauma, um, hence the line, like, some days, like, some days you don't know we're related, and it's uh, something I've never experienced personally. I have never grieved a major loss the same way that she talks about in this song, and I guess this is the other end of the spectrum of, like, I don't understand what you're going through. I've never been through that kind of grief, but, like, I can feel your pain, and I can, like, you know, I, like, your music is making me feel the way you feel. You're, like, giving me what you want to say. The exact, like, it's such a hard song to listen to. It's, it's so heavy and so, so deep. And, like, I've experienced grief in different ways. Like, you know, I've, I've lost friends. I've grieved family members that, like, have passed away that, you know, I wasn't really that close with, but... You know, I, I feel, like, this song makes me feel as though I've, I lost, like, my mom or, like, my best friend and, like, I, like, have experienced major loss personally because of how, just how well she portrays her emotion, I guess. And, you know, not everybody's gonna relate to that either. You know, people are lucky, like myself, people are lucky enough to not have experienced the same loss that she has. Like, no one grieves the same way. And she grieved by... Well, her, with her therapist's help, apparently, as she has said. Um, ooh, that interview comes out tomorrow with uh, Zane, by the way, so uh, listen to that, because that is ten times better than every bullshit thing I'm saying right now. But she pretty much said that, you know, her therapist was telling her to write her feelings about this kind of stuff, and she did, and it, again, incredibly beautiful. Haley Williams is someone who just, you know sets the bar so fucking high, and that's just it for everybody else. They don't even bother. And if they do bother, they fall flat. 
and I don't like comparing artists and stuff like that, but, like, the people who are influenced by Hayley Williams and, like, you know, see her as someone to look up to, I, I, those people know what the fuck they're talking about, you know what I mean? But, like, no one does it like Hayley Williams. Anyway, um, that was me spieling on about my wife for... 12 minutes and if I could get Haley Williams on the podcast if anybody could help me get Haley Williams on the podcast um I would appreciate that so hit my line anybody got connections um but you know I have some other inspirations and the the one I really really wanted to talk about as well especially because I just watched his new video is Watsky yay we all saw that coming um (laughs) George Watsky has been someone I've looked up to a lot like a lot less than I have looked up to Haley, like, time-wise. Like, I, I found out about Paramore when I was eight years old. Watsky came into my life when I was maybe 13, 14, possibly, because I remember he was a related artist to 21 Pilots Radio on Pandora, and that's how I know it was a long time ago, because I was using fucking Pandora. But he, his, one of his songs came up, I think it was Slappy Seconds, I think that was one of the first ones I heard, and I just, you know, fell in love immediately with his, like, he was very funny, and I obviously really appreciated that, and I just, I found it fascinating that he was able to rap like that, and, like, I found out about his internet presence and how he, like, was on Ellen before Ellen was, like, frowned upon, (laughs) and he would, you know, he was not exactly a comedian, but he had skits on his YouTube channel, like, he was acting and stuff like that, and it was just very lighthearted and very funny, and I remember just falling in love with it, and I was like, you're fucking hilarious. I love you. Please continue doing exactly what you're doing. And then I, like, fell out of, like, paying attention to it for a really long time. Like, I just kind of, I didn't grow out of it. He was still, I was still listening to his music every now and then, but, like, he was never my favorite for the, like, at first. Um... I found out he was friends with Bo Burnham, and I had a really, really in-depth Bo Burnham obsession when I was 14. Um, so that made me start listening to him again, and I eventually finally started listening to him regularly when Times Infinity came out in 2016. I saw him live for the first time, and I got to meet him, and I told him I was a, a writer like him. Like, he started doing- he started with slam poetry. He was on Brave New Voices. I think he won- like, years ago, I remember, um, one of my friends went to the competition, she's an incredible poet, I'll link her shit if you want me to, like, her name's Haley, and she's, I'm in love with her, she is an incredible poet, she went to Brave New Voices in, I think it was Georgia, Texas, somewhere weird, and she texts me out of nowhere, I'm at, like, work or something, and she goes, Watsky is ten feet away from me, and I'm like, uh, what? So he still is supporting the youth and, like, everybody who's who's doing what he did. And he apparently, like, he came up to her and he was like, I really liked your piece. And then I was like, she told me that and I was like, I'm gonna shit myself. Like, that's the, that's, that's the form of praise I aspire to get. I want, I want Watsky to tell me he likes my poetry. Fucking kidding me? I would peek. I would never, ever write anything else ever again. If he said he liked one of my pieces of work, that would be my best piece of work. Objectively. It would just become fact that that would be my best piece of work. And I was watching his video for Advanced Placement when it came out, and I watched it while I was very intoxicated, um, and I was in awe. It is crazy. It's super, like, 
I, he said he did it with, like, him and one other person or two other people or something when they were, like, vacationing and they were in a desert or something. So he's, he's a weirdo. Um, but he was talking about it and I was like, okay, so this video is, like, homemade, pretty much. So it's not gonna be, like, this crazy thing. It is fucking nuts. Please watch the video. I can't even begin to describe it. It's super trippy. Um, you know, it's more fun if you watch it while high, but, like, even watching it the second time, like, trying to understand it, I was like, dude, this is fucking weird, and I love it. And, obviously, I take inspiration from him as a spoken word poet, because he does have a lot of spoken word, like, on the internet and stuff that I've listened to, and, you know, just the way he writes and the lyrics he uses and the metaphors he uses are just very, just beautiful. I do want to read the lyric- oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is just me, like, you know, endorsing my favorite- writers, pretty much. But you know what? I'll get to a point somewhere. This'll- this'll all wrap up in a beautiful, like, profound message. But let me- let me just be a kid for a second. So he released a song called Undermine a few days ago, and I was listening to the lyrics, and I was shook. I was shook, to say the least, and I want to read some to you because I feel as though it's just- it's important. All the walls, all the walls, rip them down, rip them down. Every nail, every nail, pull them out, pull them out with your teeth. I've been busy biting my tongue, now I got the bloodiest grin. I know you live a wonderful life, but you're finished living under my skin. So that's part of it. And then the verse, the third verse. Oh man, this one's long. That's not what I wanted to read. I wish I had this like prepared. The, the first verse is, I don't know, I don't know what to say, what to say. Either fuck you or I'm sorry. Guess it depends on the day. Sorry for the damage I did. Fuck you for the years that we lost. Maybe there's no saving us left, but I still say I love you under my breath. And then, under mine, under my, under my breath. Blah, 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 blah. It's just even that and then the verse of, like, with a silver sharpie and then you open it wide. If it doesn't open, at least you know that you tried and what can you do but try. Maybe you and I were never meant to be meant to be tight, but say that we were to live a 10th century life, you could always change your mind right up to 999. It's just so smooth, and I admire that. Take whatever is heavy and hold it steady, I'll be surfing the ebb and flow, working, working on letting it go, looking for heaven above, living in heaven below. I'm just, again, in awe of this man and how he's able to string words together like that, and wordplay is just so fucking easy for him and I want to write like that. That is what I want. This whole podcast is me comparing myself to these people. These people who have had years of experience on me, they're both 30 plus years old at this point. I'm not even 20 yet and I don't like comparing myself to full-grown adults who have gone through life and experienced life and are able to live life but oh my god it's so hard not to because I'm, I'm like giving myself a headache trying to think of like 10 years from now who am I gonna be if that is what they're writing at 30. Like, who, what am I? What, like, what were they writing at 20? Okay, I know what they were writing at 20. Watsky was writing that he wanted to play Miley's ribcage like a xylophone with his dick. <laughs> and Haley Williams was... 10 years ago, she was 20. 20 was... Brand new eyes are... Oh, she was fighting with um her ex-boyfriend slash guitars. So, gives me hope. You know, it gives me a little hope that I will develop as a person in the next 10 years. Maybe the 20s will be the 20s. Well, yeah, the 20s. It is 2020. Uh, 
But um, my 20s are going to be my developmental years, maybe. Like they're supposed to be. <laughs> um, and this is me maybe an- overanalyzing my talent and trying to understand my level of intelligence t- compared to these people. But these people are... They got, they got years of experience on me. Respect your elders, people. Like, at, y- you know? Like... Don't compare yourself to people who are older than you. There's my message. <laughs> no, I got a few more. <laughs> I got more. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> what's wrong with me? I I just... I don't know. These guys are just fucking incredible. And, you know, they make me want to be a better writer. And a better performer at that. And I don't mean, like, I'm gonna start writing music and touring and being a one-man band. I can't. I have no musical talent. I could develop it if I tried, but I don't want to. I, I just can't see myself being a musician. I, I don't have that inclination. I wish I did. And maybe I could develop it, but I feel as though I've lost the part of my brain that stores muscle memory and shit like that. I feel like I can't pick anything up anymore. I'm an old dog and I can't learn new tricks. The end. But, again, I just... They make me want to be a better writer. They make me want to be a better person and, like, well, obviously a better person overall, but a better person development-wise. They make me want to be, like, and personally, I guess, with character development. I want to develop my character, and these people have inspired me to develop it a certain way in which, you know, I take my shit seriously and I create things that I'm proud of regardless of people like of if people like it or not hence why this podcast exists hence why i'm releasing a poetry collection but i it's so hard not to compare yourself to other people it is really difficult and i understand that people have told me that like oh i wish i was as good of a writer as you are and like even though that is very nice and it feels great sometimes it also feels a little weird cuz i don't i don't want you to write like me obviously. Like, no one wants their style, like, not ripped off. I can't say that I own words, but, you know, I have, I have certain ways of writing things and certain metaphors that I use and certain, like, continuity things that I do and, you know, feeling as though that is something that people want to copy is different than, like, oh, being an influence, I guess. And it's cool to hear that, like, oh, I I really wish I want, I, like, want to be as good as you are because that means you think I'm good, but at the same time, like, different people have different levels of capability and they have different strengths and comparing one strength to one weakness or vice versa or comparing the same like just not everyone's meant to create art the same way so I guess there's a line between being influenced and you know striving to be that person or have that level of or wanting to have that person's work and just being jealous for no reason like, I, I look at Haley and I look at Watsky, and I, I see them as, you know, not goals exactly, but mentors in a way. Good, good models, I guess, of where I want to go with my stuff. I want it to develop in a way that I'm proud of, and a way that maybe is more profound than I right now, but I'm not there yet, and they just make me want to practice and develop my style better. 
And I don't think this podcast is anything for anyone except for me. So we've come full circle. Creating art, or in this case, me talking to a microphone, staring at a wall, and just saying things that, you know, I want to say, and not worrying about if other people understand it or get it or like it. Something I just wanted to get out there, because I was thinking about it today, and I just wanted to say it somewhere. And it's my recording day anyway, so might as well kill two birds with one stone. So if you've listened this far, I really do appreciate it. Um, I wasn't expecting anybody to, but if you have, congratulations, you've made it to the end of the podcast. It's, it's a short one. It's hard talking 25 minutes straight to yourself. Um, but this is something that I've been wanting to do for a little bit, is just talk about my influences and my creations and my stuff. Which is a little selfish, maybe, but, like, I don't do that very often. I like to talk about general subjects that have nothing to do with me. So talking about myself is, you know, a little out of my comfort zone, but I thought I'd try it. Maybe no one cares. And it's okay if no one cares, because I care about myself sometimes. And I'm, I'm very tired. I had a very long day at work, and maybe that sounds like an excuse, but I think it's, it's time for me to go to bed. So I appreciate you listening to these 25 minutes of nonsense... I'll read my patrons, um, because I haven't in the past few weeks, and I really feel bad because I just haven't been able to, because my app's been glitching and I haven't been able to get on, but, um, by the way, Patreon is becoming more active as of now. I am using Patreon to, you know, give you guys exclusive content, whether it be podcast outtakes or videos that I don't want to post on YouTube or stuff like that. So I've decided to start using Patreon so you guys know it's coming. I have a poll up there now um, to pick one of four poems to like expand on and make, make a piece and put it in my poetry collection to record and maybe eventually publish a book. I don't know. Publish a book. I want to publish a poetry book with illustrations and everything. I'm dealing milk and honey book. Good. Um, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything about anything. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, so I'm gonna read my patrons now because I need to get off this microphone before I lose my goddamn mind. I need to go to bed. Thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. It's fucking Sunday night. Have a wonderful week. I will see you next week. And here are my patrons. Thank you. Thank you to Amanda Satterfield, Haley Park, Holly Rapkin, IDKLOLZ, Kat, Caitlin St. Louis, Lex Henderson, Mary Cabral, Molly, Shelby Church, Sophia, Tina, and Willow's mom. We are at 13 patrons right now. That is more than I started with because I started with zero. I'm a fucking genius. My brain is huge. Anyway, thank you to everyone who's been, you know, giving me your fucking cookie money. You guys are awesome. Like, that, you could have, could have bought a cookie with that dollar or those five dollars, and you chose to give it to me instead because you see something happening here. And that's fucking great, and I appreciate it. I will see you guys next week. Thank you for this outlet of whatever the fuck is going on. Good night. <laughs> that snort was, that snort's staying in. All right, bye.